0: Um, did you ever believe that in only your seventh fight, having been through what you've been through and sort of, you know, seen <laughs> your career progress, you'd be in a world title fight?
1: Eight fight. Eight fight. <laughs> um, No, it's all gone really quickly. It's all moved quickly. But the weird thing is, is that they've moved the fight to the Copper Box Arena, which is where I had my debut literally just two months ago. So it's all... So I feel like it's a good omen, to be honest. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's it's all been a bit of a whirlwind. But I'm very, I feel very blessed to be where I am.
0: How, how do you think you've um, come on since that pro debut? And how do you feel you've improved going into this fight on Saturday?
1: I've got a greater understanding of the fighter that I want to be compared to like so my debut. I feel like I was just, I wanted to impress so much. I was almost looking for the knockout and it never came. And I was loading up and I was. You know, I was still very much a novice, so I was making huge mistakes. And I've learned now: the knockouts come when you just you're loose, and you know the shot just comes off, and you're not looking for it. That's when it comes. So I've learned big things since my debut, and I've come on a lot inside and outside the rings and send as well. I believe.
0: That's a uh for Saturday, Shannon. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you.
2: Thanks, thanks, Jonathan. If we go to Brett from Bad Intentions Boxing, please. It is done. Hi, Shannon. How are you keeping?
1: hi Brett. i'm good how are
2: you yeah i'm not too bad thank you
0: very much it's great good. to have the opportunity to speak with you um so i suppose taking that on and going back to the rachel ball fight obviously you came out afterwards and fought Doretta Norrek uh managed to knock her out what do you think that you've learned from that rachel ball fight about yourself in terms of boxing and actually where you are
1: at um after the the rachel ball loss i kind of took a long hard look at myself and then I took my myself away from home comforts I now live in a hotel and a travel lodge near the gym when I'm in camp which is splendid um and I just do everything proper there's no nothing's left unturned all my evening sessions done with my coaches next to me as well not just the daytime ones so I used to go home and do my running on my own now I've got you know H or Charlie or Adam or Sally or as if someone stood there next to me pushing me or Troy, making sure that I hit numbers, Because before I wasn't doing that. Now I am. So there's no stone left unturned.
0: No, that's great to hear. And my final question that I've got for you is: evening Bridges, obviously th- this is only a sixth professional fight. Um, do you think that your level's above her, or-, or do you think there's an element of that she'll bring something that's unexpected to you?
1: I think every fight brings something that's unexpected to me, um, and that's especially women's boxing. Women seem to fight me and just come flying out the traps so listen she's a, she's a tough fighter um obviously i have i've had a more, one more fight than her so i've got experience in that way i, pre- I think i've got experience with the bigger the bigger stages like the, like i've been you know i've done i've boxed the o2 before i've boxed hit the box i've boxed in eddie's back garden you know i've done i've done the big big nights so i've, I've got that experience in um as well in that way but I respect her as a fighter and I think that she's, um, she's a tough girl and it makes for a fantastic fight.
0: Shannon, that's great to hear from you. I wish you every bit of success for Saturday. Very
1: much.
2: Cheers, bye. Thanks, Brett. If you go to Davinda next from the Boxing Voice.
3: Cheers, Dan. Hey, Shannon, you OK? Hi,
1: Davinda, how Hello?
3: are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, good. So what what have you seen of everybody? A- Ebony Bridges so far in terms of her uh, six fights have you st- I mean there's only six fights there. Um have you studied most of them?
1: Sorry, Divina, you're broken up. Can you say that again?
3: Yeah, apologies. So um what have you studied of um, of Ebony Bridges so far? There's only six fights there on tape. How much have you how much of that have you and, and the team studied in preparation for Saturday night? Well, she
1: only boxed four weeks ago, so obviously I watched that fight. I watched it live in the morning because obviously she was in Australia's different time zones. Um, And I've watched her a couple more times, you know, she's a very aggressive come forward fighter. So we're, we've trained for what's going to be a very tough, hard fight. And I feel like if she comes flying out and tries to be aggressive and fight me, then we've got the plan for that. And if she tries to box me, then we've got a plan for that as well. So we've covered every aspect.
3: Absolutely. Fantastic. And, uh, just going on to uh, to Rachel Ball as well. Um, mm-hmm. If, you know, you do come out the successor on, on Saturday night, um, is that, it's a no-brainer, isn't it, you and Rachel Ball? Do you want to revenge that loss? And how yeah. soon would you want to do that?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, obviously, this has been a long camp because there's been, there's been postponements, firstly because of COVID, and then Rachel, again, I've, I do send out my well wishes to her because she got COVID. So she obviously had to pull out the fight and then Ebony stepped in. Um, so it's been a very long camp. So obviously after this fight, take takes some time out to just rejuvenate my mind, my body. You know, so I'm back, final cylinders. And the next fight that I want after this, when I win, God willing, become world champion, I want the ball.
3: Brilliant. Best of luck to you on Saturday night and the team. And uh, may the best lady win.
1: Thank you.
2: Okay, if you go to Ames next from Boxing News TV.
0: Ames here for Boxing News TV. Pleasure to meet you, Shannon. How are you?
1: Hi, Ames. I'm good. How are you?
0: Yeah, not too bad. Shannon, as someone from Watford like yourself, like I've been interested in following your career, uh, your sure. story. Uh, it's <laughs> it's just Seeing your career, your story and seeing how you got on. But I would like to ask about, it was disheartening to see some old social media posts brought to light, which appeared to target people in my community and others. You did put a statement out uh, covering it, but it was deleted, and some members of the media were like pressured not to report on the story. Do you think that was the way to handle uh, and take ownership of those past mistakes?
1: So, some of the stuff that was actually put out wasn't wasn't me; it was Photoshop. But the some that, some of them were me, and I held my hands up. I can only ever apologise, and I think people that know me now. And then back then have seen that I am a different person. I've only ever grown. Who I was, like, what, eight, nine years ago, was a young-minded, ignorant, probably bit of an idiot. or oh, no, massive idiot, young girl, who didn't know anything about the world, who was drunk most of the time, who had a poor opinion. And now I'm, I'm well-educated amongst all the things, especially associating with what was said, um, especially ones that weren't actually me that tweeted them. But because of it, I felt the need to educate myself even more. I'm surrounded by brilliant people now. You know, I changed my life through through God. And through God, I found boxing. And it's now made me a better person for it. And I'm I'm very lucky that I'm, um, I've managed to change my ways. And because of it, I'm now fighting for a world title because I managed to change my ways. And if, there's not, if that's not an example to anybody... That anybody can change their life. I don't know what is because I, I wake up every day and I count my lucky stars.
0: I genuinely appreciate your openness and uh, your response there. What would what would it then mean uh, for you to win that title on Saturday? What's what's that feeling going to be like?
1: Um, it will just mean it just I, can't, I don't think I can put it into words. To be honest, it will mean everything for my for my family, you know, especially my mum to see me changed my life the way that I have she's or she's so proud because of who I used to being who I now am so to be able to kind of come home a world title and say I've I've made you proud now you know that'll be me nothing and just to I work my my side off every day and I have done since I found boxing so just to to achieve my dream would mean more to me than anything you can imagine
0: there is a conversation about um the fight in terms of how ebony bridges is promoting herself do you have an opinion on the way female fighters should promote themselves in terms of furthering the sport
1: i said it before i I don't appreciate nor understand the way she tries to promote i don't know whether it's this fight or just the way that she is because i look at people like katie taylor that has done everything she could to raise the bar to allow women like me to fight for a living you know and to to fight for these opportunities to become world champion, and I don't like it being almost disrespected by not talking about the boxing, talking about what someone's going to wear it away in. You know what? What someone wear, wears doesn't define them. I'm a fighter, and I'm also a fighting fan, so I want to talk about boxing, not out out of boxing. Do you know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for your responses. Uh, wish you all the best of the weekend.
1: Thank you very much. Nice.
2: No Thanks, James. Go to Steve from Boxing UK, please.
4: Hi, Shannon. It's Steve from
2: Boxing UK.
1: Hi, Steve. How are
2: you? I'm
4: all right, Shannon. Um, Shannon, you've, unless I've missed it, you've kept quite a relatively low profile this time around. Is that a conscious decision because of how important the fight is?
1: Yeah. I'm just locked in, locked away, zoned in and focused. Nothing can deter my um, my focus right now, and I've just been working on myself, working hard behind closed doors, and hopefully Saturday night you'll see why.
4: Uh, I think it's safe to see your opponents being very public on social media.
1: I, I, I do, Genuinely, I don't know. Um, I've heard she has, I don't see it, so.
4: All right, just with the build-up to this, is it largely pantomime, do you think, or is there a genuine friction there?
1: I think there's a genuine friction there.
4: Right, we'll move on. <laughs> Uh, can, I just took a couple of the things that's been said regarding this fight. Um, Ebony said, I think the, the well-known quote that she said this time around is, you're going to have a face like a smashed crab when she's finished with you. Have you got a response? And how's this fight going to go from your point of view, Shannon?
1: I had a media outlet say that quote to me yesterday. I've never heard... Is that like an Australian saying, a smashed crab? No idea. Well, OK, well... I don't really understand her analogy, but, um, yeah, crack on, darling. You do you and I do me.
4: And how's it going to go, Shannon, from your point of view?
1: I leave here Saturday night as a world champion.
4: There you go. Best of luck at the weekend.
1: Thank you so much.
4: Take
2: care. OK, we've got to Ron Lewis from Boxing Scene next, please.
4: Hi, Shannon. Um, Hiya. Hiya. With um, the way Ebony does uh, promote herself... Does it bother you that you know you get with this fight you kind of get lumped in the same sort of thing that people think there are probably people out there who think think the same of you as as you know she pushed herself forward. Do you think that, that undermines you
1: a little bit? Because it's like I want people to talk about the fact that it's a fight. Do you know what I mean? I want to talk about the fact that we're two women boxing for a world title you know, the magnitude of this is huge. It's a world title. Let's talk about that. I don't want to be talking about things that are so mediocre that don't actually matter. Could you imagine, let's be honest, could you imagine Marvin Hagler and Sugar Ray Leonard discussing what they're going to wear at the weigh-in and the press conference? Like, Could you imagine that? It would just never happen. So, to me, I'm thinking is that almost that she hasn't got much confidence in her boxing ability that she feels the needs to discuss that instead? But I'm not I'm also in the back of my mind thinking she's doing all this talking to try and make me think that she's not focused when I know she's focused. I know she's got her eye on the ball as well as much as I do. So I'm not not reading into it too much at all, to be honest. I'm letting it fly over my head.
4: Um, And and you you touched on it a little bit, but um, before the um, ball fight, what sort of things were you – because, I mean, you're down kind of two weight divisions now from where you were then. Mm -hmm. What sort of um, were you doing then that you're basically not doing now?
1: No, I was always training only once at the gym with my coaches and then I would drive home and then it's it's a long drive to the gym every day and then driving home every day and then just trying to get your evening session in, whether it be sprints or whether it be weights. And I don't know much about weights neither. So now I'm staying down there. So I've got the constant drive back and forth. My evening sessions, I've got someone next to me the whole time, whether it's weights and they know what they're teaching me or whether it's Sprints or whether it's hills, whatever it is, I've got someone there pushing me every single time, making sure that, that I get the best out of myself.
4: You notice the difference in yourself? I take it. Look, you know, oh, a day's out
1: and it's obviously last camp. It was the first time I'd done it, and I stayed down there, and you saw a big difference in my last fight and this fight. I can genuinely say, I'm not just saying it because people do say it. This is the fittest I've ever ever been.
2: Excellent. Cheers, Sharon. Speak
4: Thank
1: you. Soon. you.
2: Thanks, Ron. If we go to Jason Fletcher next, please.
5: Yeah, good morning, Shannon. How are you? Hi, I'm good.
1: Well, good afternoon. But yeah, I'm good.
5: Yeah? I, yeah, apologies. Sorry, it's like one, one o'clock in the morning, so I've got to keep quiet so I don't wake my kids up. Oh. Um, yeah, sorry, you dropped out there for a second. Um, first, oh. <laughs> firstly, congratulations, uh, you and Abby, on the fight. Uh, we're yep. very happy that you guys get the opportunity to see it. Um, as I'm as an Australian on site, but how do you think um, uh, Eddie Hearn, what he's doing for uh, women's boxing, is absolutely phenomenal at the moment. And do you think that you girls need a that the trend needs to keep following like the UFC, that one day you girls can actually take over and host your own shows?
1: That would be. You ama- deserve it. Yeah, no, that would be that be amazing. You know, UFC's is really set the bar i think ronda rousey helped that she set a huge bar um causing a lot of traction and i feel like kate taylor's doing that as well now for women's boxing so if we can continue to create massive waves in women's boxing why why couldn't it end up where the ufc is
5: and just a quick question your thoughts on three minute rounds for women's boxing
1: I guess slated for saying this, but I actually think we should fight three-minute rounds. I prefer, I do longer rounds in the gym. I prefer it. I think, you know, women, I understand why they don't, because the whole dehydration, if we dehydrate quicker, so it's more dangerous for women. But it's just a bit annoying. You know, we do 10 rounds, not 12. We do two minutes, not three. But then because of that, women's fights are so full on, because two minutes. They're very exciting. So you've got to try and,
5: Steve, on both sides of you as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And just for a bit of a laugh, uh, Smash Crab is an Aussie thing, so oh, wait, you get a laugh out of it.
1: Explain to me what is it?
5: Oh, basically, you know, you get a crab, you smash it up with the hammer, and it looks terrible. So that's that's oh, basically
1: a nice one, girl.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but but basically, it's just a bit of banter. It's nothing malicious. She's just having a crack at it. It's an Aussie thing. Listen, I,
1: know, I already know, listen, we've been having whatever, everyone's been saying what they want on social media between me and her. I know there's no facetiousness between it, do you know what I mean?
5: Yeah, absolutely. No, we're, we're larrikins here in Australia. We we never mean any malice. But congratulations to you. You girls deserve this fight. I can't wait to see it. And good luck to the both of you.
1: Thank
2: you much. Okay, we've got time for one final question before we let Shannon go. Um, Gail, did you want to ask your question, please?
1: Hi Shannon. Hi Gail, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um I'm Gail on behalf of Women's Fight News. Yeah. Um wanted to check with you, Shannon. Obviously, um you were originally scheduled to fight ball. Um yes. I wanted to ask, did you have to make any changes in your preparation and training um because of the change in opponent? Yeah, obviously I was I've gone from fighting someone that was very tall to like someone is near enough my height. But the weird thing was just before we found out that uh, Rachel had COVID, my sparring partner, who was um, a man who was a bantamweight, he was five foot 11, I think, he dislocated his knee. And I was like, oh, no, my sparring partner for, like, the camp has gone. What am I going to do? And then we found out Rachel had, had pulled out. And we were like, oh, OK. So it, it's obviously a lot easier to find sparring partners for someone like Ebony than it was to." Mm-hmm. Rachel. Um, so that kind of was like, okay, that's not too bad. But we've changed, you know, we're not trying to fight them at all on of things. that. So we've changed quite a few, but we've we've still worked just as hard, if anything, harder. And um, I'm doing everything I can to make sure Saturday night I become world champion. Well, that leads me on to my next question, Chris. What I was going to see? What makes you confident that on Saturday you're walking away as a world champion? I, I'm sure this means a lot to her. I'm sure it does there's no way it means to her what it means to me i have put my blood sweat and tears into this camp and there's nothing i want more i made a promise to my mom that i was gonna come world champion this weekend and i'm gonna do it and i am i'm so fired up it means everything and saturday night i will not be denied well, i wish you the best of luck and i can't wait to see you feet right. thank you thank you take care thanks, you um
2: thanks to shannon really appreciate